This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Can you hear me? Welcome back to the channel and welcome back to another edition of the Spurs Chat Podcast. In this edition, we will be talking about all things Tottenham Hotspur. Of course, it is the international break, but of course, we provide Tottenham Hotspur content every single day. I've got another very special guest and good friend, Anthony Costa, back on the channel. Anthony, it's been a long time. How are you, mate? We've lost him already. We've lost Anthony already. Um, of course, Anthony at the moment. It, Anthony, can you hear me? No, he's got such a bad connection right now. Um, of course, Anthony at the moment is uh, lead cast member of Mamma Mia, the party in London, uh, which takes place at the O2. Um, the dates have now been extended to 2025. Um, and I read earlier today that a show in 2024 sold out in just 10 minutes it is that popular right now i think we're gonna get anthony back anthony you're back with us i'm back with you mate sorry it's gonna have to be my phone apologies everyone <laughs> i was just saying that of course you're you're taking part in uh, mamma mia at the moment as uh, lead cast member uh, yeah. one of the shows in 2024 sold out in 10 minutes it is it looks an incredible show and tell us a little bit about it um, it's an immersive experience, so people can come there, they have a four-course meal, um, and we all act around them. Uh, the, the action happens around you as you're eating and drinking. You can get up and dance, you can sing, you can shout, you can do whatever you want, mate. It's a, it's a one big party, and uh, it's, it's, it's fantastic, and I look forward to going to work every every day. It's great. Of course, you've been touring with Blue, and uh, Blue are back in early 2024. How's that been? Yeah, been really good, Chris. Yeah, looking forward to that. Um, it's nice to get back with the boys every now and again. But you know, for me, it's uh, it's the love of it's the love of the theatre, it's the love of the acting, and I love I love being someone else for two, three hours a night. It's great fun. <laughs> I have a lot of um, there's been a lot of Spurs fans in in the audience. Let's say let's let's say that. So uh, 
when you the minute they start hearing gimme 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 they it erupts it absolutely goes mental and the thing is i've got to stay in character the whole time chris yeah so they're talking to me they're like oh so what, what what do you think about spurs and i'm like i'm sorry this is this is, you know i i don't understand you know I, i'm i'm nikos i'm i own a taverna and they're like what but you, you do like all these pods i'm like i don't understand and they're just they're thrown from me so yeah, i just said anthony I just said when you had a few connection problems there that I've seen some clips and videos. It does look absolutely incredible. So uh, oh. I don't know. I don't know how people will get a ticket at the moment, but if you can get hold of a ticket, then do go and see Anthony because it does look okay. absolutely amazing. Um, before I get into uh, today's show, Anton, and ask you your thoughts on Tottenham. Um, yeah. Everybody watching, we will be reviewing uh, the season and we will also be uh, rating every single player out of 10. So please do feel to, you know, free to get involved. Yeah. Give us your ratings. We'll put as many on the screen as possible. Remember that all of these shows are on all major uh, audio platforms as well. We are part of the TalkSport Fan Network. And uh, this past week, uh, we were number one in the charts in South Korea. So thank you so much to all of the people uh, listening in South Korea. Number two in Russia, two in Taiwan, and number three in Singapore. Um, this T-shirt I am wearing was very kindly uh, given to me by Matt. So do check out his Instagram uh, at Starting11. And we do have new sponsors and new partners this week. Uh, if you want to get a hold of any Spurs tickets, either home or away, uh, do check out Sports Events 365. Use the link below and you will get cheaper tickets and kit bag for all of your Spurs memorabilia, shirts, training wear, hats, you name it, they've got it. Use the link below and you will get discounted memorabilia at uh, at Tottenham, Tottenham Hotspur. Um, Anthony, Yo. Great to have you back. It is the, uh, the first time this season, of course. Yeah. Ange Postacogla was appointed. We're 12 games in. We've won eight. We've drawn two. We've lost two. Um, we went on that 10-match unbeaten run. Many pundits, many fans were getting carried away saying Spurs are top contenders. The first question for you, have you felt this season or do you feel right now that Spurs can push the likes of Manchester City for the Premier League title? Um, no, it, 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 uh, the short and the short of it. Um, I, I think what I never would have thought we would be in this position, uh, top four as we're talking today. Um, I think what Andy's done is come in, as you said in July, he's turned it around. We sold our best ever player. You know the, the thing about the whole how Spurs going to cope, how they're going to be doing this, but he brought the team together. The team spirit's there. The camaraderie's there, and that to me means everything uh, when you see him on the pitch. But then injuries happened, suspensions happened, sending-offs happened, and yeah. you do see the drop-off in, you know, our starting eleven to the drop-off from the other day. So, uh, I think if we can nick a top-four place this season, I'll be very happy. Um, but I want a cup run. I want an FA Cup run more than anything. We'll come on to talk about that shortly. Uh, yeah. But I'll tell you what, Anne, I've, I've mentioned your name a lot this past week because 10 games in, I'm thinking everything's going great. And then, of course, the week we've had, that Chelsea game, has completely ruined us, derailed us. As you said, yeah. injury suspensions. And I'm saying, Anthony Costa's right. We're cursed. You know, it's your, <laughs> one of your favourite sayings. We're cursed. We're cursed. Tot Tottenham are cursed. You, you always say oh, that on this we, show. We just thought, I just think, like, every, all my mates, Ricky's of this world and, and the Heartmans and everyone, you know, they used to, you know, we used to have a bit of banter, as you know, and laugh. And and they, they go, it's like, you're right, Costa. What game have you seen, have you ever seen where 
there's been two sending offs and three injuries to your best ever players. Name me yeah. another team that's that happened to. It just yeah. happens to Spurs after yeah. being so good uh, for the last sort of ten games. And you know, lo and behold, Potch comes back to the to White Hart Lane or the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and and beats us. You can never. You I could have written a whole story. I could have written yeah. a film about it. <laughs> For those people who haven't seen or or watched or uh, or heard shows with me and you before, it's like you you always give these predictions and they always seem to come true. So you know, go <laughs> if Anthony says something, go to the betting shop and put a tenner on it. I, I'm sure you'll get a few quid. Um, and you mentioned off air to me that uh, because of work commitments, you know, you're you're normally a regular at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium yeah. and, and go to some away games, but uh, you've been limited in in the number of games that you've been to this season. But the games you have been to. The atmosphere, um, the feeling, you know, that Ange Postacoglu has uh, instilled into this team, this fan base. It's been like a party atmosphere, hasn't it? It's, it's been completely different this season. Oh, it's been so different, Chris. You know, it's literally from dark to light. It's, it's crazy that everyone's just, everyone's on board. And they and and I think if, if they can see the, the football that he's trying to play and we're trying to play and we're trying to show the fans, like us as fans... And we're seeing it, and you can see people, you know, dying for that badge. That's yeah. all we ask for. That's all I want to see. You know, we're going to lose games. We're Tottenham Hotspur. We're always going to lose games. But it's the manner in which we lose them. Like the other day, the Monday night, we're down to nine men. You know, Ben Tankor heads that ball. It's two all. You know, Dyer miss, misses it. It's two all. Do you know what I mean? It's just all them things. I don't mind that. It's the when. You go one nil up, and then you decide to sit back for ninety-five minutes. That's what I can't get on board with. I used to, because I think right, Tottenham. We know we're shaky. We're just get the win, just get the win. And of course, I want the win, but it's the way we go about it. And I think the way that Andrew has set us up this season has been brilliant. And, and I, I, I think he's fantastic for the club. I really, really do. And were you a fan of the high line with nine men? Oh, mate, it was it was it was literally like Aussie Idealist '94 '95 season. I was yeah. like, you know, and I think to myself going going to school on a Monday and all your Arsenal and Arsenal mates taking the mick out of you. But listen, it is what it is. You know, would I have done that? Probably not, because I'm very I'm a cautious kind of guy. But Ange isn't, and we've got to accept it that we are going to be getting beat every now and again and getting beat badly. It's, it's such a contrast, though, isn't it? Of like having every man behind the ball being defensive to then having yeah. that such a high line with nine men. Um, going forward, do you think that's going to work for Postacoglu or do you think that, you know, some of the better teams, you know, because let's face it, you know, I'm not just saying it because it's Chelsea. They weren't that great. 11 v 11. We would have won that game comfortably. 100%, Chris. And that's what I said to a lot of people who were sitting around me. And they agreed. We all agreed with each other. <clears throat> 11 versus 11. Van der Ven stays on the pitch. Romero don't get sent off. They ain't touching that ball in this, in our six-yard area at all. And Vicario, yeah. what, what a re revelation he's been. So, I think, yeah, on another day, we could have, you know, it's an ifs and buts, isn't it? But I thought we we handled ourselves well. And it was nice to see the fans staying back after and, and applauding the lads that stayed on the yeah. pitch. I haven't seen something like that for a very, very long time. You know, you, you lose 4-1 at home, particularly to a rival's Chelsea, and uh, and the fans are applauding. Yeah, incredible. Um, and what's been your highlights in terms of matches so far this season? Because, of course, as I mentioned, that 10-match unbeaten run, 
you know, a lot of pundits, a lot of opposition fans were saying, well, Spurs haven't played anyone yet. The eight wins so far this season have been against Manchester United, Bournemouth, Burnley, Sheffield United, Liverpool, Luton, Fulham and Palace. The two draws, of course, against Brentford and Arsenal and the two defeats in the past week against Chelsea and Wolves. What have you made of the season and, and what's been your highlight so far if you, if you were to pick a game or two? I think my, I think my highlight is obviously going to the Emirates and, and giving them a good game. <clears throat> yeah. I think um, any any other day of the week or any other day of the season, we would have folded as we've always done over there. Um we haven't won this since 2010, so I was expecting a loss. I really was. I was expecting who's going to make a mistake today. Um, I was looking at thinking Romero's going to get sent off or give away a penalty needlessly. But I thought the way we handled that game, I think that's probably been my personal highlight. The Sheffield United, it's one of them, you know, 97 and 99 minutes. Great. Yep. Again, it's, it happened to us on Saturday, so again, it balances yep. Um, but um, the Man United game, I was there. I, I really enjoyed that game. Yeah. So yeah. Man United and Arsenal. And I tell you what, you're so predictable by talking about the FA Cup. You know, um, if there's anyone talking about trophies, it's normally me. But you brought up the trophy. <laughs> of course, we, we have discussed many, many times over the years about lack of yeah. trophies, certainly the FA Cup. 91 was the last time we won it. Of yeah. course, we won it for a record eighth time then. Um, many teams have bypassed us now. But... Um, can I ask you very quickly about earlier on in the season when Postacoglu made 10 changes against Fulham in the League Cup? Were you surprised by that? And do you think, because I've spoken to many legends, uh, many Celtic fans, and they, they all say that Postacoglu will take the Cup competition seriously. Do you think that the FA Cup is going to be different to the League Cup earlier I, on in the season? I really do, Chris. I, I don't want to be seeing 11 changes. Or, or, you know, We're not in Europe, so there's no excuses there at the moment. It's it's a game that whoever we get home or away, we need to go out there with our best eleven. I, I, I can't be having over oh, this one needs a rest, that one needs a rest. No, it's the FA Cup, mate. It's 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 why I love this club so much because we were a cup side when I was growing up. You know, we always went far, semi-finals, finals, lost the final, won a final. That, that's why I love this club so much. All right, I've supported them forty-two years, but. I love that FA Cup vibe. I love that run of who we're going to get. And I don't want to be seeing changes. The League Cup for me, again, I wanted us to go full strength. He didn't. Yeah. It is what it is. And, and it upsets me when people go, oh, it's, it's only the Mickey Mouse Cup. Well, who are we to say that... Or who are we as fans to say that's a Mickey Mouse Cup? We haven't won it since 2008. You know, you wouldn't hear any other club say that, you know. West Ham won a European trophy this last season. Yeah. And, and you think to yourself, well, what exactly do we want? Europe and try and get to a, uh, the next stage of the Champions League or a semi-final or even a final? Because for me, 2019 was a, was a, um, was a letdown, uh, the final. Yeah. It was terrible. We didn't turn up. So for me, if we can go on a good FA Cup run this season, I'll be very, very happy and I will love Ange even more. And can you be really honest with me? When Ange was appointed, how did you feel? Were you happy? I, was, um, I think it was one of their... I That's a no then. 50-50, Chris. <laughs> because I thought... <laughs> I just thought it, it felt like, oh, there's no one out there. Let's go for this guy. He's won a Celtic, you know, he's won a Scottish Championship. He's won the treble with them. Let's go and get him and see what the fans think. 
I was very, I was very dubious. I'm always armed. I'm too, I'm too cautious for my own good, Chris. I need to relax a little bit. So you don't need to tell me that. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You know me very well, mate. So I think seeing him, I thought I've just got to get behind him because there's no, there's going to be no one else. But I just want him. I just want him to be backed. I just want him to get the players who yep. he wants and not the club one. And um, and I want him to just to go on and take and take cup seriously um, because Champions League. Are we ever going to win a Champions League? Probably not. Um, so the next best thing for me is a good cup run. So before a ball was kicked in the Premier League. What was your expectation and what would you have been happy with? And has that now changed because we started those 10 games unbeaten the way that we played? Well, I think when he, when he first started, we didn't, have the, we didn't have the likes of Van der Ven. James Madison was just signing. You know, it was all very ifs and buts and are they or aren't they? So for me, it was like, well, if we're not going to sign hardly anyone and we've got the same team as last season, minus Kane, well, I mean, if we could finish top 10, I'd be buzzing. It's it's the fact that he's brought his own players, he's brought the players he wants, and you've seen the progression from the likes, as I said when we started talking, Vicarios, the Van der Vens, the, even the Brennan Johnsons, the Madison. Madison for me is 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 born to play for Spurs. You know, I, yeah. even when he was at Leicester, I always thought he needs to come to Tottenham and wear and wear the uh, and wear the yeah. badge. So I love him anyway. I, I think he's a fantastic player, and he as a vice captain. You see the unity that he brings to the club and brings to the players. Um, you see, sort of last season, it was very. It wasn't like that, and I don't want to pick names out, but I'm sure people can understand what I'm trying to say. There was no unity there, uh, even yeah. after a loss, even after a, a penalty miss, even after a, a, a you know, Larice letting in a, a last-minute goal. There was no unity there, and that's what you need. That's what I want to see. As a fan, I want to see that camaraderie. So, Ant, if I was to, if I was to ask you now, predict where Spurs will finish at the end of the season, what would you go with? What are you going to be happy with? As we're talking today, now with this, yeah. Now, um, I want top four. Now, I, I think yeah. if we fall out of the top four, then we're going to be a banter club again, and I and I and I'm fed up of it. So we need to aim for a top four place, or even try and finish second or third. Just just be above them lot down the road. I'd love that. So Spurs finished in a Europa League spot, you'd be unhappy. Um, I'd be, I'd be unhappy because of how we started. Yeah. And I think if we started on and off, and we lost, and we won, and we drew, and we drew, and we won, and we lost, and we was like sort of like that, I'd be like, yeah. okay, the best we can wish for is a, Euro is a Europa League place. But the way we started, as I said, we've got it in our locker. These boys have got it in their locker to finish in the top four, and that's what I want to see. You know, the January transfer window, of course, is going to be very interesting. We'll talk about that later on. Um, let's move on to the player ratings, and um, let's start with the goalkeeper Vicario. Um, yeah. Many people in the summer were disappointed by this signing because oh, everyone, yeah. or most people, wanted David Raya. Of yeah. course, then went to Arsenal. Uh, Twenty-seven yeah. years old, uh, twelve appearances, and ever present in the Premier League so far for Spurs. Two yellow cards, four clean sheets, nominated for the Save of the Month in August free save against Man United and nominated in September free save against Burnley. What have you made of Vicario? And by the way, I'll, I'll, I'll start things off. I'm going to give Vicario a nine out of 10. That's a great shout. I think nine out of 10 for me as well. I think 
I've never seen a keeper, and I think uh, I spoke to Crackers the other week, and he knows about it because his son's a keeper and stuff. I've never seen a keeper shout at the back four as much as this guy does. Yeah. He's constantly bang, bang, shouting, go there, what are you doing? He cares. And for some reason, he gets it. And that's what I love to see. I think he's, he's been a revelation. He's absolutely brilliant. And even against Chelsea the other day, when we, when we, when we were losing 2-1, he was still giving it. He was coming out of his area. He was coming like 30 yards out, clearing his lines. And and I never saw Loris do that. I never saw Loris do that in the last sort of two, three years. So, yeah, he's a breath of fresh air. And a 9 out of 10 is a great shot, Chris. Great with his feet, as you say. And, yeah, uh, yeah. of course, passionate. I know I know the likes of me and you love passion on the pitch. And, uh, yeah. you know, even when we score a goal, he's very passionate. Yeah. Um, Fraser Forster. Uh, he's only played one game, and of course that was in the League Cup uh, against Fulham. Um, do you think that he'll get many games for Spurs? And um, no. no, I don't think the, it's weird because you think so. I don't think Vicario is that type of goalkeeper to to get the odd injury. Oh, mate, I hope I'm wrong. Blimey, um, I don't want to. I don't want to jinx him, but I don't. He's just super fit, isn't he? So listen, Forster, bless him. He, he knows that he's not going to be a starter for Spurs and. What did you force? I think the only game really is the League Cup. So, and you know we lost some penalties. You know I'm yeah. gonna give them a five or five out of ten. Yeah, I agree. Emerson Royale, 24 years old, um, yeah. two starts in the Premier League, seven uh, from uh, being a sub, one goal, uh, one yellow card. Um, he's played at the left. He's played on the right. He's played through the centre. Uh, also an appearance in the League Cup. What have you made of Emerson? I'm going to give him a six. Yeah. Um, I think a five and a half, Chris. I'm going to go five and a half for Emerson. Um, I think his work rate, it's there. It is there. He tries. He does try. I can't knock him for his, for his trying, you know, the way he tries and the way he wants to win games and stuff. But is he the full package? Is he the first name on the team sheet in the back four? Probably not. Would you say Emerson is a better defender than Pedro Poro? Because I think it's very evident that Pedro Poro is a lot better going forward and he will certainly provide more assists yeah. in the team. Um, and also, Ant, what I wanted to ask is how, how do you feel about Emerson playing the central role or playing at a left-back when we've got injuries or suspensions? Um, it worries me a lot, Chris, because for me, when someone's a left-back, they need to be naturally left-footed. Emerson's not, and that's what worries me a lot. And um, the way he cuts inside because he's got to, because he's got a left foot, bless him. So he's one of them. Will he be a utility player for Spurs? I don't know. Is he is he happy being in that role of one week he's a centre half, next week he's a right back, next week he's a left back? I don't know. I maybe he wants more. Um and I think to myself, it does it do, does, do does think... love being there, but do you, just, do you think, in some ways, Ant, that he's been a bit unlucky because he did come into a, a, you know some good form, uh, and and then we signed Pedro Porro. Do you think he's been a bit unlucky in that regard? Yeah, he has been unlucky. But the thing is, when we signed Porro earlier this season in January, he upped his game. He had like six or seven games where he was brilliant. Yeah. Um, but you can see the drop off, and you can see it's not consistently enough. Um, defensively, he's better than Porro, but. I just can't see him being, uh, you know, in the in the starting eleven all the time. Eric Dyer, um, it looked like he had been ghosted out by Postecoglou. 
Um, I asked a number of guests uh, a couple of months ago saying that, you know, who would be next in line if we had injuries or suspensions or something tragic happen, um, which it did in that Chelsea game. Um, would Ashley Phillips be above um, Dyer in the pecking order? It appears not. Um, 29 years old. Of course, his contract runs out at the end of this season. Uh, one Premier League start, one from the sub bench. Of course, that is in the last week. Um, I don't think he's the type of player to be playing in this high line, in this Postecoglou system. And no, but, got a place. Of course, you know, Romero's out for the next couple of games against uh, Villa and City. It looks like uh, Eric Dyer will be there. Um, it's probably a silly question, knowing, you know, the conversations we've had in recent years. Um, do you feel confident with Eric Dyer at the back? No. No, I don't. I'm sorry. Um, he's had many years at his club. He's seen probably six, five or six different managers. Um, I feel for him because, unfortunately, he's always he's always going to be a scapegoat, and that's sad to see. But let's talk. It's business. It's football is a business, and Dyer for me needs to needs to go in Jan or needs to. Yeah, he needs to that, go now. I think. I think. Yeah, that? that was going to be my next question, Ant, actually, because there, there's been reports today from various newspapers stating that Daniel Levy wants to cash in on Eric Dyer in January rather than him leaving on a free transfer in the summer. Would you rather cash in, get some money? Yeah. And I know you're, you're probably going to say to me, well, it depends yeah. what we do in January. So how important is January? January is very important um, <clears throat> because you, I think by January, we'll know where we are as a club, as a team, as where we are on the table. And I think if we're in that top four, in that mix, we need to, we need, to, we need to be better. We need, we need, we need another central defender and another and a striker. Um, I'm going to give Eric Dyer. I'm sorry, mate. I'm going to give him a four and a half. I knew you'd be a lot harsher than me. I've given him a six. Um, and do you, Jamie O'Hara said um, on Talksport earlier today that he would have much rathered Spurs. Um, give players like from the under twenty threes a go yeah. in the team. Yeah, yeah. Would you have rather that rather than yeah. bring players like this back? Because unfortunately, Chris, when we started talking, it's the same players that have been in that club that's let managers down, that's let us fans down. Now I know it's I know I don't want to. I feel people might think I'm I'm picking him out, but he was part of that. You know, he was part of it, and. Football, as I said, football is a business. You move on. You know, if I if I went on stage, I didn't know my lines for like ages. I'd, I'd get the sack. And you know, if I wasn't consistent, I'd get the sack. So you don't. It's one of them things where he he was part of that team last season that lost seven nil to Newcastle, that lost against City, that lost against Arsenal. That he was in that team. And I don't think he's an Ange-type player. Sorry. Let's move on to Christian Romero, of course, vice-captain. 25 years old, um, 11 appearances in the Premier League, two goals, uh, two yellow cards so far this season, one red, uh, nominated for the Player of the Month Award for October. Uh, of course, Salah won it. Um, I didn't know whether um, to give him an eight or a nine, and because I've been really impressed with Christian Romero this season. Brilliant. Um, brilliant, mate. But with the Chelsea game, do you, do you feel slightly let down by yeah. his actions in that Chelsea game? Yeah, I think with Romero, he played the occasion and not the game. I think he was 
He was so up for it. He was so pumped. And a pumped up Romero will get you into trouble. He's going to get into trouble. And I think, I thought that him being made vice captain might have calmed him down, called him down. And he did for like eight or nine games. He was brilliant. It's just he's always plays on that edge. He's always got it in him. You know, is he going to give away a penalty? Is he going to is he going to elbow someone? Is he going to go through someone? Is he going to punch someone? Is it? Do you know what I mean? He's always he's got it in him. And I don't we, think... but us fans, we we love that passion. We love yeah. to see that passion, especially in in games like we Chelsea. Do. So, if if you were to speak to Romero now and say this is what you need to do, what would you say to him? What does he need to change? Just his just the fact that. Even though Chelsea are one of our main rivals, don't play the occasion. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Play the game. Play what you've been playing for the last eight or nine games because you've been absolutely outstanding. You've been brilliant. But it's that 2% of, of, of being away from 100% that he's got it in him to, to, to do something silly. And, well, right. and the thing is, Potch probably would have sensed that being you know from the same country. He probably knows of him. He knows him. So you'd have gone, right, get on Romero, do that, do this, make sure you you wind him up. And he does he does feed into that. Do you know what I'm saying? But I'm giving Romero uh eight and a half out of ten. And Messi said he's the best defender in the world, do you agree? Uh, yeah, he's up there. Uh, he's up there. When he's good, he's bloody good. Yeah. Pedro Poro, twenty-four years old. Uh, 11 appearances so far this yeah. season, two assists, one yellow card. Uh, of course, got the uh, his second assist of the Premier League season at Wolves for Brennan Johnson's goal. Um, Poro, I've given him an 8 out of 10. Yeah, Poro for me has been the player that's... You, 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 he, he had an average season last season, right? He wasn't brilliant. He wasn't terrible. But he has come on leaps and bounds. Now, if you told me give a player for their effort, for their... For, for how he how they are on the pitch and geeing the fans up and geeing the players up, he's up there for me and he has been he's just transformed himself and yeah I'm with you on that Chris I'm going to give him an eight out of ten he's been brilliant you know defensively as I said we started talking before needs a little bit of shaking up you know I'm not a defender but what I see on the pitch he sometimes ball watches but his all round game and his all round his all round being there yeah eight out of ten mate. It's interesting, in the last couple of days, whilst on international duty, uh, Kulosevsky said that his first conversation with Ange, Ange actually said to him, I could improve you a lot as a player. Do you think that Pedro Poro is one of those players that he has improved? Um, who else do you think he's going to get something out of Postacoglu that we haven't seen yet? Uh, Johnson. 
<clears throat> Brennan Johnson and Eve Basuma and Saar. Yeah, we'll come on to those. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Another one, and um, Ben Davis, 30 years old now, um, only two starts in the Premier League, four sub-appearances, one in the League Cup. Um, now, it's interesting because when I went to the game on Saturday, I would say, and I know you're going to probably laugh here or shout at me or swear, but no. I would say that, that Ben Davis is probably our man of the match on yeah. Saturday. Um, but Postacoglu was shouting at him the whole game, get up, get up. Can players like this play in this system? They're always going to let you down. That's it. That's, that's the answer to your question. He will always let you down. It's, 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 it's gentle Ben Davis. It's just plays it safe. Just gets the ball. Da, da, da. Runs back, gets the ball. He's not exciting enough. And again, like, he, he, you know, coming on to the, him and Dyer, they need to go now. You know, thank you for your services, but it's time to move on. What do you say then to Postacoglu? Because he said you can't have uh, 20 odd. 26 uh, world-class players, and you need players like this. And when he's spoken about players in training, he says that Ben Davis, Oliver Skip, players like this are the best trainers at Hotspur Way. Yeah, but they don't get in the first 11. So, you know, I get what he's trying to say, Chris, that you kind of, as you, you know, what he said, 20 world-class players. But it's them players that let you down. You know, go. I'd say to Postacoglu, go and watch games from last season and the season before that and the season before that. Go and see how many times we conceded because of mistakes that's what I'd say to him and I'd say it with him in Greek as well interestingly then who would, who, who would you have given man of the match to on Saturday I didn't see the whole game I just saw bits and pieces I was I was running up and down on stage so I it was Ben Davis then. Game, so I... it was Davis well I, I, I'll have to hear what you're saying mate but we still lost so it don't matter does it <laughs> I knew you wouldn't like hearing that <laughs> Harry Winks has gone now. You're, Harry Mate. Winks is like your the Ben Davis is your Harry Winks. <laughs> um, Mickey Van der Ven. I tell you what, he is the only the, he is the only player, and I've given a ten out of ten because I don't think he's put a foot wrong. He has been an unbelievable signing for Spurs. The recruitment in the summer, brilliant. Twenty two years old, eleven appearances in the Premier League, one goal. Uh, he also played in the game against Fulham in the League Cup, one yellow card. Um, He's been him. sensational, hasn't he? I love him. I absolutely love him. I, I, you know, if I was a young lad growing up, a Tottenham fan, I'd have his name on the back. You know, I wouldn't now because I'm a 42-year-old man. But, <laughs> you know, it says, it says me with, with your name on the back of his, you know, his shirt. But <laughs> I, think he's, I think he's what we've been crying out for. And I love him. I absolutely love him. Yeah, all right, he's got a couple of own goals. It is what it is, one of them things. But... He dusts himself down. He cracks on. He just gets on with it. And as was he 22, you said, or 21? 22. 22. Mate, please, let's keep hold of him. I swear, please. And do you think this partnership with Romero and Van der Ven can yeah. be as good as yeah. Toby and Yan? Yeah. Because I think we've got better players now. Yeah. Yeah, I'll tell you what, I, I, what, what's really impressed me is the fact that the amount of times that a player has been running through uh, to Vicario and then out of nowhere, Van der Ven yeah. just clears it up. He has been an unbelievable he's, signing. And I think he's only going to get better as well. He will, Chris. And, and, and I hope we can, you know, sign him till 2028 
because he needs to he needs to be at Spurs for a good good number of years. Yeah. Destiny Udogi, of course, uh, yeah. he spent uh, time on, at Udinese last year, um, only 20 years old. Uh, hopefully, he's going to be back for the Villa game. Um, 10 Premier League appearances for us, two assists, four yeah. yellow cards, one red. Um, yeah. Of course, he's dealt with the likes of Saka and Salah extremely well in games Very against good. Arsenal and Liverpool, respectively. Yeah. I've given him an eight out of 10. I think he's adapted yeah. to the Premier League so well. Your thoughts on him? Yeah, I've given him a eight and a half out of ten. I think he's, I think he's, I think he's been brilliant, and he's only twenty. He's only going to get better. And and the fact that, as you said, he's been up against the likes of Salah and Saka, and he hasn't put a foot wrong. Yeah, he stood up against them. You know, it, it's like me acting with the greats in front of me. You've got to step up, and he's done that and more. I think he's, um, I think he's brilliant. I think he's absolutely brilliant. And I think having Van der Ven and Romero next to him, he will only improve his game. And let me ask you about the Chelsea game with your doggy. Of course, uh, he got that second red. What did you make of the challenges? What do you make of the challenges? Because many thought that that first challenge should have been a direct red. Yeah, it should have been. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's silly. It's something that he will probably look back on this week or whenever he did and go, I can't do that again. I can't put my teammates under that amount of pressure ever again. It's going to get booked. That's the type of player he is. But it's how you learn from that. And I hope he, uh, I hope he has because we can't afford to lose him again this season. Are you surprised to see him adapt to the Premier League so so yeah. quickly? Because yeah. it's incredible, isn't it? He's been brilliant, mate. It's uh, it's as if he's been playing for years for Tottenham. It's yeah. it's strange, like. Who was that? I can't remember our left back last season. That's how good he's been. Do you know what I mean? Like, who was it? I don't even know. Well, Perisic played a lot of games. Ben Davis. Oh, Forgot about him. Yeah. Sorry. But yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's how good he's been because you think that he's been there for years and he's only 20. Yeah. Yeah. Oliver Skip, and uh, 23 years old now, uh, only one start in the Premier League this season, six from the sub-bench. Uh, of course, he played in that League Cup game as well. Yep. One yellow in the Premier League, one yellow in the League Cup. Uh, he had a great game, scoring a couple of goals against Barcelona in the pre-season friendly before the Premier League season started. Um, he seems to be way down the pecking order now. Yeah. Um, I've, I've given him a six out of ten. Yeah. Um, do you think that someone like Oliver Skip might be banging on the door in January, saying, let me go out on loan? Either that or you want to go and play week in, week out football. So is it a case of, do they sell him or do they loan him out? I don't know. Um, is is Oli Skip going to take you to that next level, Chris? If, 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 if the two central midfielders are out, is he that player that you can sit back as a Tottenham fan and go, oh, I'm all right today because Skip's playing? Personally, no, and I don't want to be rude again. Like, but he, he hasn't progressed. Do you know what I mean? He's twenty-three. He hasn't progressed, and that's sad to see because you think having on playing under all these different managers, he would get better and better. So, no. Um, but yeah, and but and the, 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 these previous managers have said that Oliver Skip will be Tottenham's next captain. Um, well, I don't know. They should have got a spec savers, Chris. <laughs> and, and any other glass out glasses outlets out there as well. Yeah, no, not for me. Bless him, not for me. 
And next up, Pierre Mihoybier, uh, 28 now, two starts um, in the Premier League this season, uh, nine appearances from the sub bench. He played in the League Cup game against Fulham, yeah. three yellow cards in the Premier League. Um, I've got to say about Pierre Mihoybier, and I'm going to give him a seven out of 10 because I think that whenever we've called, well, whenever we've called on him, yeah. he's been super professional. Yeah. His attitude has been exceptional because mm, yeah. some people could have just said, oh, I'm not getting game time, sod this, and, and that's it. He hasn't done that. No. And, 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 and I think the 7 out of 10 is purely for his professionalism yeah. and the way he's dealt with being on the bench, not playing week in, week out. And I think, as you said, when he's been called upon, he's done an OK job. So, yeah, I think I think a 7 is a fair, a fair shout. Would you be sad to see Hoybier leave if he left in January or at the end of the season? I would only be sad if we haven't brought anyone else. So you think it's time for him to go? If we can bring someone else in, because you're forgetting Bis Bissouma and Sarah going off to the Cup of Nations. So we're going to be even more, you know, thin yeah. squad to see. So. Um, Eve Bissouma. 27. Of course, we signed him from Brighton uh, yeah. the season before last. Um, now, 11 appearances in the Premier League this season. Six yellows, one red. Uh, suspended against Villa, as I said. I'm going to give him an eight. It would have probably been a nine. Um, but the red card against Luton, I thought, was really silly. Silly. Um, silly. But his performances, and like we have now got the player. We are now seeing the player that, that, yeah. that was playing week in, At week Brighton. out at Brighton. Yeah. It's just he needs to... Like Romero, he needs to calm his head a little bit. He, he, he gets booked so easily, far too, far too easily. You know, he gets booked in the first 10, 15 minutes of the game. Then he has to go back in himself because he's scared to get sent off. So I would give him a 7.5 out of 10. It would have been an 8.5 had he not been suspended against Villa. How good do you think Basuma can be, Ant? Uh, you know, how, how much more do you think Postacoglu can improve him? He loves him. You can tell Postacoglu loves him. And I like the fact that he loves him because... As you said, he is the player that we're seeing now that we saw at Brighton that used to come to what uh, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and terrorise yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah. Now, James Madison. Um, oh, I've written down here 9.5 okay. stroke 10. I, I, do you know what? I think I'm going to go with a 10 because... I'm going 10, Chris. I'm going like, 10, mate. Just, like just you just said, born to, play, born to play for Spurs. Yeah. Uh, 11, character, his character, his assists. I think him and Van der Ven missing is is just a massive blow to Spurs. Yeah, yeah. Well, eleven oh. appearances in the Premier League, three goals, five assists, yeah. Yeah. Uh, one sub appearance in the League Cup, two yellow cards. Player of the month in the Premier League uh, in August. Um, playmaker, leader. Um, play I've got to admit, and uh, me, you know, I'm like you. Um, when he played for Norwich, I was crying out saying Spurs must sign this guy. Uh, when he played for Leicester. Still yeah. shouting out, Spurs must sign this guy. Yeah. I'm absolutely delighted that he's oh. now in a Spurs shirt. Um, how, I, I know it. it's a really silly question, but how important is someone like James Madison if we want to finish in a top four spot? Very important. He's the most, he's one of the most important players that we, we got to finish in that top four. I think he's, he's so experienced, but he doesn't come across as experienced. Does that make sense? He still comes across as, yeah, as a big kid, but it's all up there. I don't know. I just, I just love watching him. I love everything. But he's a leader. He's a leader as well. Yeah, and I, and I love what he brings to the table. And 
it's just so sad that we're going to be missing him for the next two months. That I'm just, I'm gutted, mate. I'm absolutely devastated. Yeah, and uh, of course, the game comes thick and fast. There's not yeah. much more I can say about him. I, I just love everything. I love watching him live. I love his interviews. I love his the Insta stories they do at Tottenham. He has been a breath of fresh air at this club. Yeah, of course, we know he's out injured for the next couple of months. But yeah. um, do you think that Gareth Southgate for England should use him a lot more? He should do, but I'm glad he don't because he plays for us. <laughs> I don't want him to get injured on international duty. <laughs> I don't know why I ask you some of these questions. I can answer them myself. <laughs> <laughs> You've known me so long, mate. Come on. Anthony, um, Ivan Perisic, who you forgot, um, 34 years old now. Um, only five sub-appearances in the Premier League. Of course, he's out with an ACL at the moment. Yeah, uh, but in those fi five sub-appearances, uh, two assists in the Premier League, two yellow cards. He played that game against Fulham in the League Cup. Um his assists, I think that Spurs are really going to miss his assists. And I think yeah. that, you know, being such an experienced player, Postacoglu has missed out in a lot of ways by uh, not having someone like him available. Yeah, I think his experience, I think he liked playing under Pan, you could tell that, um, which is quite bizarre because he came, he was Conte's first ever signing and, and it was just like he was Conte's boy, but played in the wrong yeah. position. So, Perisic, yeah, I mean, we're gonna miss him because of his of his experience and his his his, his um where you know he's been there done that worn a t shirt type player. So yeah, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Perisic a six and a half out of ten because I yeah you know we haven't seen much of him. Yeah, I'm gonna give him a seven. Um, would you expect him to leave um, at the end yeah. of the season? Of course, his contract is up. Yeah, yeah he's done. Yeah, he's done. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Giovanni. Yeah. Giovanni Lacelso. Um. I've got to admit, and he's a player that I feel uh, has really let Spurs down, not really played very much for us. He's gone out on loan a couple of times, 27 years old now, only three appearances in the Premier League, all from the sub-bench. Uh, he started the game against Fulham. He went off after 45 minutes. Um, he's only played a total of 38 minutes of Premier League football this season for Spurs in those three sub-appearances. I've given him a five out of ten. Four and a half. I know so many people who keep telling me Chris Lascelso is a fantastic player. We will get the best out of him. We will see him thrive at Spurs. I just I don't see it. I know he's been on loan for like two, three years on and off, but he's been at the club since nine, 2019. That's nearly five years ago. Enough's enough. He needs to. He needs to move on now. He needs to move on. You you would sell him in January? Hundred percent. Because he he don't bring anything. Unfortunately, he doesn't bring anything to the table. It's not like he comes on as a sub and he changes the game or creates something or you know assists. It's, it's, it, not, it's not like he hasn't had the chances as well. Do you know what I mean? Um, is is he the sort of player to come in now with Madison missing? Is he the sort of player to come in and really knuckle down and say to Ange, "Look, this is my position." I want to. I want to grab this. You know, with both hands, I want to grab this opportunity um, because let's face it: when you've got suspensions and injuries like we do, and I know, I know, we've said this time and time again over the years on these on these shows, but it's about players coming in, grabbing opportunities, isn't it? Yeah, but I don't think he's got it in his locker, Chris. Sorry. I don't okay. Think yeah, well, I'll give him a five out of ten. Um, yeah. Manor Solomon, uh, of course, uh, free transfer in the summer, 24 years old. Uh, another one with injury problems, out for the next couple of months. Uh, two assists at Burnley. 
Um, only two starts in the Premier League this year, three from the sub bench, uh, one yellow card. He played the League Cup game as well. I've given him a six out of ten purely for the two assists at Burnley. Yeah. He looks a decent player, Ant, but of course, another one with injury problems right now. Another one. You know, never got injured last season for Fulham. It comes to us, he's injured within the first two months or whatever. So, yeah, I don't know, man. I think, yeah, five and a half out of push, just because of his assists, as you said. I haven't seen much of him to say it's the next best thing. What did you make of him at Fulham and what did you make of him uh, before he signed for Spurs? Were you excited well, when Spurs signed him on free? Yeah, I was because I thought oh, he's a tricky little player. Do you know what I mean? He reminds me of like, a, 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 you know, the Aaron Lennon of old. Do you know what I'm saying? So he's got it in him because he, he, he did it for Fulham. But I, will we see it at Tottenham? I hope so. But I don't know. The, the jury's still out with me, unfortunately. Next. Next one, Papo Matassar. I've given brilliant. him a nine out of ten. Yeah, um, only only twenty one, and like you said earlier, like like your doggy, he's he's twenty. Uh, Sar twenty one. You forget how young some of these players are sometimes. But um, ten starts in the Premier League, one from the sub bench, uh, one goal. Uh, he had a sub appearance in the League Cup, two assists in the Premier League, three yellow cards. Yeah. He is at the Africa Cup of Nations in January, as you mentioned. Um, another player, and when I say about taking an opportunity. Um, He's been unbelievable this season, He's hasn't he? Superb. Absolutely superb. And I'm gonna give him a I'm gonna give him a nine because I think he deserves it. He's taken his use, he's taken his opportunity, he hasn't folded, he hasn't been scared, he's not nervous, he's calm on the ball. All right, he might make the odd, you know, bad pass or whatever, but that's just football. But he learns from that, you know, as the game he grows, the game grows. You can see him, Basuma. He loves playing next to Basuma. Basuma's bossing him about, telling him where to go, what to do. And, and I think he's he's only going to get better. So the future's bright for Fassar, and I think he's a brilliant player. Anthony, when there's Saar, Madison and Basuma, and then Benton Curry's back to full fitness and playing like we saw him yeah. uh, when he got his Champions League football, who misses out? Oh, we've lost Anthony. He's uh, probably just uh, had some phone problems with his battery. Uh, he's gone from the laptop, he's gone to the phone, and uh, now he's gone off again. So we will wait for him to come back. Um, of course, we do have many other players to go through. Uh, we were talking about Papa Matasar. We will come on to Rodrigo Bentonker, Hunmin Son, Rashalison, then Brian Hill, Kulisevsky, Johnson, Viles, uh, Scarlett. Sanchez, and then of course, we will talk about Ange Postacoglu. Uh, we will also cover uh, who Anthony thinks that we should sign in the January transfer window and sell in the January transfer window. And uh, he's he's coming back. Sorry, mate. Sorry, the phone just died. Apologies. No Apologies. problem. Um, yeah, so so who misses out for you, Ant? In terms of what? When, uh, when Madison, uh, Basuma, and Saar are all fit. And uh, and then Benton Curry's back to what we I saw. I think it'd be Saar, mate. Is that fair on him? No, not at all. Not at all, my friend. But it's it's not. It's kind of a good him. situation, though, isn't it? It's, it's a great situation to be in. I wish we had that with our strikers. But I think with 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 Madison playing the way he does, with Benton Curry, as you said, the way he can play. I think it's it, it it's only good for the club. It's only good for the team. <clears throat> so yeah, I think um, I think it might be Saar that's left out. 
and I hate and I and I don't like saying that, but I think it will be. Let's come on to talk about Rodrigo Benzenkur. Of course, he spent eight months out uh, with an ACL. Um, three appearances now uh, from the sub bench in the Premier League. One yellow card. Um, what have you made of him since his return? And uh, I know exactly what you're going to say here. He's now on international duty with Uruguay, which uh, every Spurs fan, like head in hands time, it's like, what Mate, are you doing? Yeah I, said this, yeah, I said this to a pal yesterday and he made a point. He said, he needs minutes and, you know, if he can nick 20 minutes there for, for Uruguay, take him off. If he can nick a, you know, 45, a first half against the, the other team, then... Too early, though. What's that? Is it not too early? Yeah, 100%. But you've asked me a question. Would I would I prefer him to be back at Tottenham doing his rehab? Absolutely. But he ain't, you know, if Uruguay come calling, he's an international player. He wants to play for his club, uh, his country. So, yeah. you can't deny the fact that he wants to do it. Personally, for me, you know, I'd rather him be, be a, a hotspur away. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. Um, I think it's quite unfair to give him a rating, and so I've not given him a rating because no, of, of course, he's yeah, he's only ever played three yeah, yeah. three sub appearances. Yeah. Um, right now, leader, captain, thirty-one year old central striker now, Hunmin Son. I've given a nine out of ten. Um, Twelve appearances in the Premier League, eight goals, one assist. He had yeah. a sub appearance in the League Cup. Player of the month in September in the Premier League. Um, Hat trick against Burnley on the second of September in the five-two win. Um, I've got to admit, and um, Hunmin Son was criticised on Saturday, and I felt after the game uh, on the uh, Spurs chat podcast, I actually said that he lacked service. You know, we, how many times have we said that about Harry Kane over the years? Uh, you know, yeah. certain games lacking service, but Hunmin Son, um, and we'll come on to Kulaseski in a minute, and uh, you'll be surprised that Kulaseski has not registered any assists so far in the Premier League this season. Um, but what have you made of Son? Because eight goals in 12, yeah. is he on for the golden boot this year? Um, I hope so, but that's not important to me at the moment for Sonny. I think Sonny just wants to keep playing his game. He's the captain now, as you said. So just keep what you do, keep doing what you're doing, Sonny. I've given Sonny an eight and a half. Strong what you... nine, ordering nine. You know, it's, that, it's in that in-between stage because... He does go missing in games. He does. He has done over the years. I'm not. Let's, let's let's call it up. Let's call it straight. Kane's gone. With Sonny, he he's, he's been there. So he's been there for a few good years now, and. I think he's 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 brilliant, and I love him to, and I love him dearly. But just I think eight and a half is is a good uh, is a good uh, rating for him. And what did you make of uh, the appointment of Hunmin Son being captain and Madison and Romero being vice captains? Were you pleased with that? Yeah, very pleased. Very pleased. It was only it was only one option for Ange, and I think he did the right thing. Um, Giving it to, to, to them. Yeah, I, I was well all for that. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, another player we want to talk about, Richarlison, uh, 26 years old. Of course, he signed for us 18 months ago. He's only scored two Premier League uh, goals in those 18 months. This season, seven starts, three uh, from the sub bench, so 10 games in all. One goal, three assists. He's, he uh, 
He played and scored in the Fulham game in the League Cup earlier this season. Two yellow cards in the Premier League. Um, and what have you made of Richarlison? Of course, he was a £60 million sign-in. I think a lot of us expected a lot more. And Postacoglu played him in that central role. Uh, of course, Hunmin Son now plays in that central role. Richarlison, in the last couple of days, there's been lots of reports out stating that Saudi clubs are interested. What would you do? I'd sell him. Unfortunately, I just don't think it's worked out for him, bless him. Um, whatever's happened um, in his personal life, I don't know what he was going through. Apparently, he's going through a lot of stuff. But sometimes you've got to leave leave it at the door. And once you cross that white line, I just don't think he's delivered, mate. He hasn't delivered. You've just said his assists and goals and all that malarkey. And I think... Can it work? Can it work for him? Um... I want it to. I really do want it to. But I don't think it will. Do, do you think Ange will, will, will carry on trying to work with him? And uh, do you think he's still going to get the chances? Chris, he's tried, mate. He's given him chance after chance. You know, if he ever went, he can't turn around and say, I wasn't given a chance. If he was coming off the bench on 88 minutes, expecting him to, to win us a game, then he's got a point. But he starts. Nine yeah. times out of ten, he does start. So... Yeah, I think he, if, if, you know, as you said, if the Saudi clubs come calling, I think you'd like to think they're going to sell. Brian Hill, of course, made his uh, first appearance in a Spurs shirt this season from the sub bench uh, against Wolves. Uh, that's the only appearance so far this season. He's had injury problems. Uh, 22 years old. Of course, he's spent time away on loan. And what do you make of Brian Hill? Can he be a hit at Spurs? No, he won't. No, not good enough. Not good enough. I've never seen anything for me to go, wow, sorry. There's not been a game where I can sit here and go, oh, wow, he did that. Or you could see what he's trying to do. I want it to work because he's a Spurs player. I want to support the geezer. But it ain't, it ain't going to happen for him. I'm, I'm laughing at your very direct answers. It's like a simple no. If, if, if Ricky Norwood was on, we'd have had a 15-minute oh, speech. Mate. We were doing <laughs> M25, up the A1. Come back down and then, and then you sort of ask him a question. So what do you think? Of? And you'll go, well, I don't know. But me, I just think you've got to be brutal. It's, it's you've got to be brutal. Can you sit there, Chris, and say you've seen anything? No, no. Um, I, I know a lot of people would be upset about it, but um, there's players like the Celso and Brian Hill. I think that we probably need, need to move on. And I think sometimes you need to think of their. Like these players need to think of their careers and what they're doing. Um, and I think they'd be better off elsewhere. Spurs get the money in, Poster Goglu then buys who he wants. Yeah. Um, Kulusevsky, who I mentioned, 23 years old now, um, played all 12 games in the Premier League so far, three goals, uh, had a sub appearance in the League Cup, um, one yellow card. Um, he scored the winner against Sheffield United, no assist this season. Um, I've got to say, and that. Like I said on Saturday, I think like Brennan Johnson, Kulusevsky, I think that they need to probably do a little bit more in terms of uh, their end game, their end play um, and providing. Kulusevsky, I think he's a great player, but it's that end product. I think he needs to do a whole lot more. Do you agree? Yeah, yeah I agree. I agree. I, I was, I, was, I watched, obviously, I went to, I went to the Spurs-Chelsea game last Monday. <clears throat> Excuse me. And he does get in some fantastic positions. All right. You know, he scored the defensive goal, whatever. But after that, he had so many chances. So many chances. I just, I don't understand why. And defenders know what he's going to do. He's going to cut inside on his left foot all the time. 
Um, I like Kulu. I think he's a really good player. Um, mm -hmm. Not great, but he's good. And he can get great um, under Ange if, if Ange is persistent with him. And I think he's going to be. So I'm giving Kulu a 7 out of 10. I, I, that's exactly what I've got written down. Seven out of ten, and I think you're right. I think Kulusevski uh, uh, will improve under Ange, game yeah. by game, week by week. So looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, of course, uh, Brennan Johnson signed from Nottingham Forest, uh, 22 years old. Um, I've given a seven out of ten. Yeah. He started uh, yeah. three games in the Premier League, three sub appearances as well, so six games in all. One goal, of course, that was against Wolves at the weekend. One assist, one yellow card. Um, I thought it was a shame actually, and in that Chelsea game where. Uh, when Romero got the red card, he had to come off because I thought that he he had, he had a great opening fifteen minutes or so. Yeah. Um, I, what have I you made of him? Kulu, you know, I might have sacrificed Kulu. I think Brennan Johnson down that right hand side, he was absolutely terrorising him. Yeah, know, their left back could have got booked, and once that once he's booked, then he get on him again. You know, he has got that in him, and I like him. Um, yeah, of course he's. His end product might be a bit hit and miss, but he can only get better. And that's the player that Ange wanted, you know. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you've got to back him. And I like him. Yeah. I'll give him, you know, I'll give Brennan a, a seven out of ten. He's only been here two minutes. So, yeah. yeah. I agree. Seven out of ten. Um, yeah. and, I, I, and I love the fact that he can play on the left, play on the right, and he can play through the middle. So, a very yeah. versatile forward. Yeah. Um, what have you made of uh, Viles, the uh, the striker, 20 years old, um, signed for us uh, from Rosario Central? Uh, three sub-appearances in the Premier League so far. He's played a couple of games for under-21s, one yellow card. There is talk now about him going out on loan to get some game time. Would you send him out on loan? No, no not at all. I, I don't, I've seen him for 10 minutes. I, I, you've got to give him game time here. You know, Where's he going to get him? Yeah, but what if Sonny has a, you know, as a God forbid, God forbid has an injury or we start losing players, you can't, he can't go on loan yet. You sign the kid, give him a chance, play him, okay. play him. What, what worse can he do? Do you know what I yeah. mean? Like, if we, I don't know much about him, so I can't give him a rating because I haven't really seen him play. But, yeah. you know, if. Change it up a little bit, Ange. Do you know what I mean? If it ain't working, just try something different. Yeah. You know? Um, but yeah, I, I wouldn't send him out on loan. The other two players uh, who played minutes for Spurs this season, uh, Dane Scarlett played the second half in the League Cup um, against Fulham in the League Cup defeat. He's now on loan at Ipswich Town. And of course, the player we sold, um, Davinson Sanchez, uh, his sub-appearance in the League Cup, of course, uh, missed a penalty in the competition. That's why we went out. Um, lastly, Anne, um, Ange Postacoglu, um, the rating for him, I've given a 10 out of 10. I don't think that Ange could have done any more. Um, you could say, you know, the 10 changes against Fulham. Uh, but if we're talking Premier League, I think that Ange Postacoglu has done a, a fantastic job. He's transformed this football club. Yeah. He's transformed the way that we play uh, with the under-18s and under-21s as well. The women's team is doing well with Robert yeah. Willingham at the moment. And uh, the fan base, the fan base. I know this last week has been, you know, pretty dismal and a lot of people are feeling quite down about the, the two defeats. But up to that point, and when yeah. you look at the bigger picture, we're two points away from league leaders Manchester City sitting in fourth. You know, if any, any, anyone, you know, anyone would have taken that, wouldn't they, at this stage? Oh, mate, I would have bitten your hand off for being in the top four today. 
So what he's done and what he's doing can only get better. And I think I'm giving an Ange a nine and a half, not a 10 yet, because we haven't finished the season. Um, and I don't know where we are or where we're going to be. So, but Ange, yeah. Ma- ma- manager of the month in August, September and October. That's, that's yeah. pretty good going. That's fantastic. It's brilliant. But then look what happened when he won the manager of the month in October. When, was it No, November. No, October. We went and lost two games. Do you know what I mean? So, I just think... No, it, it's not It, it it's not his fault, though, is it? I'm only joking. I just think... Yeah, nine and a half. Nine and a half. I love what he's doing. I can't give him yeah. a ten more. <laughs> Always room for improvement with Mr Costa. Um, and um, last question for you. Um, the January transfer window, of course, is coming up. Um, Hugo Lloris... Do you expect him to go? Um, 36 years old, no appearances, not even sat on the bench, uh, doesn't even get in front of Fraser Forster, um, hasn't been given any official, uh, you know, thank you very much for your service, blah, 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 nothing like that. Um, doesn't ever look like he's going to play for Spurs again. Um, Eric Dyer, of course, who we've mentioned. Sessegnon, who we haven't even mentioned yet. He's 23, although it seems like he has been around for years and years. He's injured at the moment. Um the lone players, Regulon, Roden, Spence, Tanganga, Ondombele, uh, would you take any of them back? Uh, do you want to see any of them back? And what does Spurs need to do in the transfer window? I think I'd like to see what he could do with Spence. Spence is an interesting one. I don't know why. Um, but I, I just, I personally would like to see Spence come back and, and give him a chance if, if fans could get a sign out of him. But the rest of the players, no, that's it. That's, 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 that's them. That's them done and dusted for me. Um, thank you, but it's time to move on. Um, it'll be nice. Doesn't it make it? Doesn't it make it very difficult with Spence though, and the fact that we've got Pedro Poro and, like you said about Emerson, uh, yeah. you know, not not being able to get a lot of game time unless there's injuries and he's playing in a different position. Yeah, I, I know, but the, it would be nice to see what he could do. I'm not saying yeah. he's going to get, you know, he's going to be the best right back in the world. I would just yeah. like to see him come in for a, a good half of a season, for example, and see where he'll be. Um, yeah. But yeah, the rest of the, the rest of the players, yeah, they will need to go. Thank you, but time to move on. So, and very last question for you: What does Spurs need to do as an absolute oh, minimum in the January window? Centre back and a striker. You'd be happy with two players. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what do you think? I always think that the January transfer window is extremely difficult and uh, any decent players, you know, players don't or teams don't want to uh, sell. And I think that, um, you know, fans always think that it's very easy to to buy players. But I think January is going to be difficult, although I do think that Ange needs to be backed fully in the right way and get the players that he wants in. Uh, And I also think that, with the amount of changes that we've had at the football club, new director of football, uh, new scouting system, you know, things have improved week by week at the football club. But um, like like we've said for years and years, no matter what manager we've had, um, we do need to be very active in the window and improve the squad. Um, yeah. Like we've mentioned, the Africa Cup of Nations in January, when we play uh, the likes of Manchester, Manchester United, um, you know, we're going to miss certain players. We've got these injuries as well. Um, so it's going to be interesting. But have you got any names who you'd like to see Spurs sign? No, I haven't because I can say loads of names, but I don't think that 
they'll come. I just think it's all about what Ange wants. And I think if if yeah. Ange sees something in a player that, I don't know. I, I, I would like a, an Ollie Watkins-type striker myself to, to come in. Yeah. Um, whoever is abroad, I don't know anyone at the moment. But that type of player can play off, can play on the wing. And he knows where the goal is. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, or, you know, a lot of, a lot of fans are saying Ivan Tony, but I think he's going to be uh, Arsenal bound if, if he does leave. So, yeah, that type of player I'd like, a, a centre forward with pace. And said the other day in a press conference and that um, it was really important for him to have like the final say in transfer windows and recruitment. Um, that, that certainly seems to be the difference because, you know, many fans say about our recruitment and it has been poor over recent years, but the summer recruitment, you know, when you look at the players, that, that whole spine of the team has changed. Like we've gone through player by player. Vicario, Van der Ven, Madison, you know, you've got Brennan Johnson uh, coming in as well. Those yeah. players, you know, certainly the first three have made a real impact oh, at the yeah. football club. And, you know, with Ange having that say, you know, how different do you think it is? Because when you when you talk about players like Jed Spencer, you mentioned earlier, Antonio Conte said a number of times, well, he was a club signing. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. I do get that. I just think he's he's he's... He's young and he might learn off Ange. Um, but the rest of the players, the spine that we've got now is so good. But it's when, as we said when we started talking, I repeat myself, when them players are, are not there, as we saw on Saturday, yeah. you really do see the difference in class. Yeah, yeah. And so you think we're going to finish top four, yeah? Yeah, listen, fingers crossed, mate. Fingers crossed. Love it. Always a pleasure to talk to you. Always a pleasure having you back on. Uh, where can people Thank find you? you? How, and how, how can people buy a ticket if they're sold out? <laughs> well, I don't know. You know, uh, come, to, come to my taverna at the O2, Mamma Mia the party experience. Um, yeah, look, look on the website. It's a great night out for all the family. Uh, Chris, you need to bring your missus, mate. I've never met Mrs. Carlin, so it'd be nice to meet her. <laughs> I don't see her very often either. I know you don't, mate. Your missus is a ledge. Absolute legend. <laughs> Anthony, pleasure to have you back. Thank you so much. And thanks for watching, everyone. Thanks for listening. And until the next time, come on, you Spurs. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure 24 7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. 
Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.